Hello everyone, it's Scripture Talk here again with Nemeka and Torira. We're so glad to be here again. Today's episode 18 and 19. 19. Wow. Okay. Today's episode 19 and we're going to still on the on the series Intimacy with God. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be discussing interpretation of tongues. Now, if you're new here, you just stumbled on this podcast, you are welcome and we thank you for just clicking, you know. But we would like to, you know, crave your indulgence to go through the other episodes. Maybe we should start from episode one. That's a great place to start because everything has been building up up until this point. So it's intimacy with God, becoming a part of God's family, then reading our Bible, studying it, meditating on it. And then the, the, we're, we're currently dealing with the aspect of prayer. You know, we fellowship with God primarily by his word and in the place of prayer as assisted by the holy spirit so last week of yesterday we discussed sharing intimacies with god because two episodes ago we talked about praying in other tongues and um, one thing is for sure it's clear from scriptures that jesus desires that every believer everyone who believes in him should speak with tongues should have the baptism of the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues we find that in mark chapter 16 verse 17 right so having gotten filled with the holy ghost you begin the journey praise god you avail yourself of this wonderful rich gift that we have been blessed with so you pray in tongues and that's you know how to share one of the primary or um key ways i would say to share intimacy with god yeah so um thank you so much glad to be here again um so we're looking today at um, interpretation of tongues and um this is some some topic that a lot of um Christians are not sure what you're talking about when mm. we start talking about interpretation of tongues because um well in the Pentecostal and charismatic circles we focus a lot more on getting people filled with holy spirit mm-hmm. we don't um spend as much time talking about um the interpretation uh, yes how it is being operated so people know that they come to church they pray in tongues a lot during prayer meetings and that's about it um but one of the things we realize is that god wants us to get more out of this thing. yes Right, and we're going to show you from some scriptures, which will start from First Corinthians chapter fourteen. Again, First Corinthians chapter fourteen is um, a scripture that Paul dedicated to the subject of speaking in tongues, um, largely because he was correcting a an extreme where speaking in tongues was taken into an extreme, and people need to understand the context there. Um, and he was trying to differentiate between the public side of speaking in tongues and, and the, the private side. side. And and you have to read um, the entire um, chapter to be able to see and understand one this. Thought, though, I, I feel like one of the reasons why Paul had to do an extensive study on that with the Corinthian mm-hmm. church is because that is one area that even though the Holy Spirit is vitally involved, he needs your cooperation. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't speak in tongues for you. Other gifts of the Spirit or manifestations or workings of the Spirit, you know, doesn't really require the direct impute of the of the vessel as mm-hmm. much as, you know, the vocal gifts, the, mm-hmm. the speaking of tongues. And because it requires, you know, um, human beings working, it, you'll find that there will be mistakes 
there will be there will be imperfections. So there needed to be um, there was the need arose for Apostle Paul to address to teach how to use this gift. And the more we learn about it, actually, the better we get, and more, and you know, it will also enable us benefit from it. Yes, the know. the more we can get out of it. Yes. Right. So in First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse thirteen, Paul is saying, "Wherefore." Let him that speaks or speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. Now, of course, like we said, Paul was differentiating between the public side of speaking in tongues, you know, and the private side. Mm -hmm. He will go on to then say, I, what is it then? I will pray with the Spirit mm -hmm. and I will pray with my understanding. I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with my understanding. Now, that has a um, twofold meaning. And we're introducing this subject of interpretation of tongues. It has a twofold meaning. It, um, and you have to be um, sensitive enough in reading that scripture to be able to see that. The first meaning is what most people think it is, which is that, uh, well, I'll pray in English and I'll pray in other tongues. Yes, or in a you known know, language. Yes, or in a known language, you know. So when I'm about to eat my food, or um, I pray, Heavenly Father, thank you for this food in Jesus' name. You know, and I go ahead to pray, um, to eat, right? So uh, that is one sense of that word, but that of, of that scripture. we can pray in tongues at will, and we can, we can pray, pray in the, yes, just the same way, yes. And we'll come to at will, um, but, but at least the general thought about that scripture is that I can pray in tongues and I can pray in my understanding. Yes. You know, um, the the other one which we can then see just thinking about the context of it, right, is the fact that Paul was also talking about interpretation of tongues and he was saying that it is possible to pray in the spirit and also pray out in your known language by the Holy Spirit, what you were praying in other tongues, so right? So, like, maybe if you're seeking direction on a particular matter or just, mm -hmm. you know, spending time with God, mm -hmm. you know, you just said, I want to set, set aside some time and just pray in tongues extensively. Mm -hmm. So, do we, can we desire in, to interpret that kind of thing? Yeah, it, absolutely. And that's what Paul is um, trying to say here. You know that um, first of all, like he was saying that uh, let everybody that speaks in an unknown tongue pray that he might interpret. Now the truth is that you can't have everybody speaking in tongues and interpreting at the same time in a local assembly Public. at a particular service. You know, but you can do this in your private, uh, what's it called, in your private language or in your private time of fellowship you know i just wanted to read it in the new king james where he says therefore let him who speaks in a tongue um, in a tongue pray that he may interpret that's verse 13 that's first corinthians 14 13 verse 14 says for if i pray in a tongue my spirit prays but my understanding is unfruitful so and you want to see the context i wanted to bring this out to show you the context of the second point i was making hmm. that um the first one being that people just think that okay he's saying when you pray in your known language you can also pray in tongues hmm. you know but the, the the thought i'm trying to bring out here is that paul is saying that there is that interpretation and that's the thought or the context in which he's saying this you know so in verse 
In verse 13, he says, therefore, let him who speaks in the tongue pray that he may interpret. So he's explaining this, right? For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Mm. So Paul is saying that when I pray in an unknown tongue, my mind doesn't understand what I'm saying. Doesn't catch the meaning of what I'm saying. And this is very important because... Um, your mind would you you would obviously understand this that when you are speaking in your known language like English or whatever language that you speak, um, your mind is involved. You can't think one thing and say one thing, mm-hmm. right? So your mind is connected, hooked up as it were to your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, so the moment you start thinking something else, mm-hmm. you start and and you want to keep saying the the other thing. You start saying gibberish because your mind is in is in discordance with your mouth. Yeah. You know, but it's not the same way with tongues. You right in with with tongues, your mouth is not hooked up. Oh, sorry to to your mind. Your mouth is hooked up to your spirit. spirit. You know, Paul. Um, the Bible says in Acts chapter two that they spoke in tongues as the spirit gave them utterance, as so the spirit enabled an, them. If yes. I speak in a known tongue, my, my spirit. spirit Pray, but my understanding. understanding. So we see so, that the mouth is not hooked to the. You're just yes, praying out of your spirit. Your mouth is hooked up to your spirit. So Paul is then trying to solve that problem. That when I pray in tongues, my mind is not involved. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what he was saying in verse fourteen. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Mm-hmm. He then say, "What is the conclusion then? What am I going to do?" Right. First of all, I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with my understanding. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with my understanding. Mm. So Paul is saying, remember, he started the thought saying that let him that speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. So interpretation of tongues is another step further in your intimacy with God. God expects us, and we can see this as Paul was writing by the inspiration mm. of the Holy Spirit. God expects us that we interpret. By interpret, now it's not a translation. Mm. You know, and that's one of the things that people, um, if you've been in meetings where you have tongues and interpretation, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you see the person speak so long in tongues and the interpretation comes and it's just a few words and mm-hmm. you're wondering, or somebody speaks a few words in tongue and the interpretation comes and it looks like it's so lengthy. <laughs> it is an interpretation, not a translation. Yes. You know, so what the interpreter does is showing forth what is being said. Do you get showing forth what is being said? So when you speak in a unknown tongue, you know, the interpretation could just come as a knowing. Hmm. You know, I, I just, let's say you're praying concerning something, concerning a particular decision, and you're praying in tongues and you spend some time, days, mm-hmm. you know, just going and coming back to the place of prayer. And one day you're just walking down the street and you say, I know what to do. Hmm. And it's not just a confession of faith, like, oh, I see it just, now. Your That's, mind yes, catches in. Catches in on what you have been praying over time. And your mind just, becomes fruitful. Yes. So it might just be a knowing. Some other times it's the inward voice that just speaks up. You know, and you just start catching out um, what you call a... a constructing sentences as it were and yes. it's a direction. It's like, for me, most of the times what I do is that when I go to pray... You know, in trying to um, be sure that I'm hearing God and all that, I take a writing material. These days, I take my phone so I can record on it 
I can just speak it out. In the previous days, I carry a pen and a paper and I write it down. Mm -hmm. Literally, I just write it down. It looks like somebody's dictating it from my spirit. You know, so I'm just writing it down as I am sensing it well up from my inside. And I write it down and I'm and I'm done. For for some people, you know, it might they will just speak it out, right? Can I give an example? Yes, Gloria. So this person, dear minister, senior minister, friend of ours that we love and adore so much. Um, he talked about when he was in university mm-hmm. and he spent a protracted period of time praying in other tongues, not for anything specific. He was just spending time with God. Like mm-hmm. we said, intimacy, the primary purpose of intimacy or, or praying, all those things is just to fellowship with God, not to mm-hmm. really ask for anything. Mm-hmm. And he was just praying, praying. He prayed to the point that he began to say, he set out the name of a girl. Mm-hmm. And years after, after I got married, they had a, a little delay in having kids. And then one day, the Holy Spirit just reminded him of that name and said, you were praying about your daughter. That this mm-hmm. is going to be her name. This is the girl you were praying about that day, you know. And so he told his wife and said, we're going to have a baby girl. And she goes, no, we're going to have a boy. And he's like, oh, okay, watch and see. They went shopping. So she went to the boy aisle <laughs> and was shopping there. He went to the girl aisle because he was doubly sure of what he had prayed, that rich conviction, because he had spent such time and was discussing those. And it even occurred to him, he just even felt maybe he was praying for a girl in danger or something. He didn't even know that was his own child. It would now make sense years yes, after. Yes, I, I think that um, and um, in interpretation of tongues, that and that is why every believer needs to learn this, especially in their own private prayer life, that you can pray out God's plans and purposes. Sometimes we go to pastors, prophets, to come and tell them about mm. our future, you know, to come and tell them what God is saying tell, concerning us. Tell us what Meanwhile, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, and He's there to reveal God's plans and purposes. You know, Paul in First Corinthians chapter two, and I, I like First yeah. Corinthians chapter two a, a lot, lot because uh, Paul um, tries to talk about the mysteries of Christ and how it is being revealed. Mm-hmm. You know, and he gives us an idea about how God reveals things to us okay. he says my speech my preaching in verse 4 were not of persuasive words of human wisdom but in demonstration of um, the spirit and power verse 8 then says however we speak wisdom among those who are mature now in the new testament one of the things i've seen is that when you see the word wisdom mentioned mm-hmm. it's not just talking about uh, and this is not the only interpretation to this but it's not just talking about the um the the wisdom of the world mm-hmm. is typically referring to the plans and, and purposes of, of God, God you know um so when he says we speak wisdom among those who are mature, mature. he's talking about speaking um the plans and purposes of God among those who can um Understand, can understand it. it as it were you know but what he now said is that we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery this is verse 7 the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages um, for our glory then he goes on to then talk about how eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered into the thought of man what God has prepared for those who love him but he stops there mm-hmm. he doesn't stop there really yeah. he then goes on to say but God has revealed them to us 
by his spirit. So and verse 12. Yes. Verse 12 then goes on to say, now we have not received, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us. So we can see that the Holy Spirit has been given to us by God to reveal the plans and purposes of God. You know, and by the time we begin to speak in other tongues, we are yielding ourselves to the Holy Spirit. We are yielding our mouth to the Holy Spirit to give us utterance to pray out the plans and purposes of God for our lives. And as we keep praying those plans and purposes of God, now the Holy Spirit begins to reveal that to us. You can pray out a word, you can pray it out as is in, in your known language. You know, Brahigan talks about how he got the book Plants, Purposes and Pursuits. You know, he just he, he noticed that he was just praying and praying and praying, then the word plants came out. He just kept praying, then purposes, plants, purposes, plants, purposes. And at some point he realized that there was one more word that he was missing in that sentence. Mm -hmm. And he then got it plants, purposes, and pursuits. You know, and things like and you can you can then see how to Pray out God's plans for your life. This is what I'm going to say because we we have time to go. Yes, uh, time is fast spent. Now, this, the truth is that we wanted to spend some extra minutes on this because we, we wouldn't want to take another complete episode to explain this again. You know, so we'd like to stop here. But the, the most important thing to gain from this is that God's plan for us is to know what we are praying about in other tongues not every single word time. that is uh, uh, yeah, and time but god wants us in on the conversation that we're having in him with him and like paul said you should desire and pray and seek to interpret your own tongues all right so um let's take our confessions yeah I speak in tongues. I speak in tongues. And I pray for the help. And I pray for the help. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. To interpret my prayers. To interpret my prayers. Praise God. So we will see you in the next episode. And some great things coming. So I want you to look forward to them. We have some announcements to make in the coming episodes for our next season. I'm excited about the next um, series of teachings that we're going to be having. Well, have a great day and God bless you. message you have listened to the entire episode of scripture talk podcast and for that we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts scripture talk is a show where we discuss biblical subjects and answer difficult questions from the bible please leave us a review on apple Podcasts and spotify also do not forget to share with your friends and family see you next time